W. Smith Show at 6, the pre-W. Smith Show now, 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, how do you beat that lineup? Pre-W. Smith Show going right into the Paul W. Smith Show. There we go. WJR's got that down. All right, well, you know, in the first uh, segment of our show this morning, we covered the possibility of moving to a four-day work week. The other, you know, and that's certainly out there, and it's happening, and it's brewing, and is it going to happen or not? We'll see. But I can tell you one thing. Employees these days haven't gotten a taste of working from home, not having to make that commute into the office, not having to put on your work clothes, the dress clothes. Oh, staying at home's got its benefits, right? Well, it does, as long as you can maintain your productivity working from home. Well, many workers are absolutely demanding that they work at home, and at least a hybrid program where it's some blend of coming into the office and working from home. And if you don't allow people to do it, You know, one thing that may just happen, it's happening out there. This is amazing, but it's happening out there. Employees are just simply defying orders to show up at work. They're not coming into work. Really? And they're able to maintain their jobs? Oh, yes. Employers aren't coming down hard on them, docking their pay? Nope, they're not. Amazing, at least not for now. That's because the workforce has a lot of leverage these days. These companies need their best players on the team. And if they say, I'm not coming into the office, what are you going to do about that? Well, Aki Ito has a story for us. She's a uh, senior correspondent for Business Insider. She just published a story to tell us that, oh, yes, people are just going to do it their way. They're not going to come in if they don't want to come in. Really? Aki Ito, please tell us. When you look at the surveys, it looks like a lot of people are actually refusing to comply with their company's return to office orders. And it seems like most employers are not really doing anything about it when it comes to actually punishing those violators. Yeah, so we're just in a really interesting phase of, you know, this kind of return to office phase right now. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you found this story interesting because I found it really interesting too. Yeah, for sure. Now, this is all really in the context of in this post-pandemic era when both A, the labor markets have more leverage than they usually do, and and B, they kind of got used to working from home and many at least are demanding in general a hybrid environment if not entirely, uh, work from home opportunity as part of their uh, engagement with the company as an employee. So, right, this is happening when you say they're refusing to return to work. It's not just because it's a sunny day and they're playing golf. It's because they just have kind of fallen in love with the work from home opportunity, right? Yeah. So what the survey asked is, you know, are you coming in as many days as your company wants you to, as many days as you're supposed to? And when you look at the companies that are demanding that their employees come back five days a week on a full-time basis, you know, about 50% of employees actually aren't coming in as many days as they're supposed to. So that's, you know, pretty striking. And when you look at the hybrid companies, you know, that require employees to come in between one and four days a week, about one in five employees are not coming in as much as they're supposed to. So those are pretty high non-compliance numbers too. They really are. And as you mentioned, what's also really striking about this story is that the companies aren't doing anything about it. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but a big part of that is companies have to be careful about sending a message during these tough times when they're trying to hire the best talent out there. You know, they're probably very careful about making a statement 
that could broadcast something publicly that could work against them in the long run in terms of getting the best people on their team. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if it was just one person out of a 1,000 person company who is refusing to come in, that wouldn't be a big problem, you know? Like losing one person out of a 1,000 person company isn't that big of a deal. But I mean, at companies that are uh, requiring full time office attendance, that's, you know, 50% of their workforce that they would have to punish. They can't afford to suddenly fire 50% of their workers or have 50% of their workers uh, leave to a competitor. And that's really why they're not coming down hard on their violators, even though they might want to. I mean, what does this say about the future? Is this kind of a, a momentary novelty that we're dealing with? Or do you think this kind of indicates that maybe things are changed forever? I do think that, you know, this shift to, you know, remote and hybrid work we've seen during the pandemic is permanent. But I also think that it's not good policy for companies to have a policy that people aren't following. You know, there are some indications that we're heading into some kind of slowdown in the labor market. And yes. well, if that's the case, if, if jobs become scarce, then I do think employers are going to feel more comfortable about cracking down on people who aren't following their policies. That said, I think employees are kind of voting with their feet, right? If they're refusing to come in, that probably means that they don't need to come in as many days as their employers want them to, because it's just not necessary for them to get their jobs done. If you were a smart employer, you would look at that and say, hey, like maybe we actually don't need our employees to come in all the time. Maybe we only need them to come in as many days as they want to. So this could spur a change in the official policy too. Yeah, I'm curious, do you happen to have any insight into whether or not when these people refuse to come in, if that's considered a vacation day by these companies that are experiencing this, or are they actually getting paid and expected to work even though they're not coming in? I mean, for the most part, I do think they're getting paid and they're not getting reprimanded for it. Some employers have come out and said, you know, if you don't come into the office by 10 a.m., we will mark you as absent. That's what Goldman Sachs, for example, has told its bankers. So I think companies are taking different approaches. But right now we're in this relatively lax period, right, where employers aren't really doing anything about it. And in that environment, I think, you know, uh, employees can get away with it. They don't face any pay cuts. They don't face even any like verbal reprimands. They can just keep doing their work from home and, you know, for the most part, get away with it. Do we have any idea is there anything that you were able to glean from any of the you know, preparation you did for the story, research and so on, about the impact on the companies who are experiencing these huge numbers of people refusing to come in and instead working from home? I think for the most part, these companies are doing just fine. Most of the research does show that work from home does actually improve productivity on the yes. margin a little bit. Right. But I think what a lot of employers that are asking their employees to come back into the office, what they're worried about isn't so much productivity. It's about kind of, you know, things in the future. It's about innovation. It's about collaboration. It's about culture. Those are things that employees themselves don't really worry about on, you know, kind of in terms of getting their individual tasks done in the short term. But it's something that an employer has to worry about in the long term. It's really amazing, really. It's, it's really an amazing story. Aki Ito, thank you so much for writing it and for being on with us today to share a little bit about the circumstance that's going out there on the heels of the pandemic. It was, uh, was it the great resignation happening during the pandemic. And now 
Is there a, a moniker for what's going on now? This is the great, the great what? I don't know. I'm calling it the great resistance. There it is. Yeah. The great resistance. Okay. The great resistance is upon us. Okay. Well, thank you again. We really appreciate you being on with us. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. Okay. We'll be back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.